0: And hello everyone, this is Rich Sports Talk, Sports Talk Worth a Million, and I'm your host Nolan Rich. Thank you so much for joining us on the program today. You know, a win's a win in the NFL, but even this Jets win over the Miami Dolphins, if you are asked Jet fans, the reaction was probably, eh, it was a good win, didn't feel good. It was one of those games you watched and you're like, eh, it just doesn't look good. But I'm going to get to the few of the positives in this game. I have a lot of reactions about this. But one good sign from this game and over the last couple of weeks has been the utilization of Robbie Anderson. And I think Robbie Anderson has played himself into a contract extension. Do I think he's a true number one receiver? No. But do I think he is a valuable, dynamic number two wide receiver? Absolutely. And the way I've liked that they've used him is before earlier in the season Adam Gase really primarily had him on the outside trying to stretch the defense which he can do in the last couple weeks they're focused on getting those yaks those yards after catch they're doing shorter routes getting him in space and that's worked out very well and you can see that him and Darnold do have a strong rapport and while Robbie was great yesterday there was a lot of things that were not great yesterday and one of which was Sam Darnold. Darnold had a good enough game. Was it good to see him lead that last drive? Yes. But was there concerning that he took that brutal sack that could have potentially knocked him out of field goal range and the Jets got the benefit of a replay? It was a mixed bag on that last drive. But overall, got him in field goal range. Once again, threw another bad interception And one thing about Darnold that I would like to see him use is more of his athleticism. There's a couple of times, and there was that great clip last week where Darnold, if he just took off and ran, had 15 yards open in front of him, but he made a great throw downfield. There's been a couple of times where teams are daring him to run, and when you just need to get a couple yards or pick up a first down, Darnold has good athleticism. I mean... We know he's not Lamar Jackson, and I don't think he's the type of runner Josh Allen is, but he can move. He is versatile. He can move and get yards with his legs. And there's a couple times yesterday I'm saying, just take off. Get five, six yards. Make a positive play. And I do give Darnold credit. He's been a lot better throwing the ball in terms of not turning it over. But yesterday, man, Cincinnati, you could have blamed a lot on the receivers for the drops. But... There were so many wide open wide receivers yesterday, including a brutal miss to Robbie Anderson in the end zone. Darnold's got to work on his touch. Now, I still love Darnold. I still think he's going to be a great quarterback for this team because he's still still a baby. He's only 23 years old. I mean, Baker, when he came in this league, was 23 years old. I've seen a lot more that I like out of Darnold these last couple of weeks than what I haven't, especially with the lack of weapons around him in the offensive line. But I'll give him this. You know, this is one of those games It was an ugly game, but he fought through it. He was able to get two touchdowns. It was concerning with some of the wide-open throws that he missed, but I do think he's got to work on the accuracy, and I would like to see him use his athleticism a little bit more. Now, do I think he's a little bit shy maybe because of the mono? He hasn't really felt himself this entire year. Maybe that's part of it. And I do think, though, he can use that lessism, So it would be something I'd like to see over the next couple of weeks. And then we get to Adam Gase. I mean, he did avoid another embarrassing loss. He did avoid a historically bad stat where he would have been the first coach in NFL history to go 0-2 against his former team. And he needs wins, but, man... If they didn't get that benefit of the call, be a lot different story today. And once again, the criticisms I've had of Gase have always been this. And one thing that really stuck out to me, which was a troubling sign yesterday. The first thing is, and I'm not going to stay long on this, because for those of you who have been been on this program, you know my thoughts about Gase, but I'm just going to sum up very quickly. Once again, Jet's very good, coming out with a script When they're on those first 15, 16 plays, you know, they're very good. The problem I have with Gase is the adjustments. That second half, the Jets, after a great first half of offense, they didn't make any adjustments. You could see the Dolphins tinkered, and it worked for them. They were creating more pressure. They were giving different looks. But the Jets, they need to create adjustments. And that's the thing. Football is not just a game about preparation. It's about adjustments. And being able to quickly adapt. And that's one of the concerns I have with Gase is he doesn't do that. And it was not a great game plan. And once again, I keep saying this, but Greg Williams has been the better coach. I mean, you look at all the injuries the Jets defense had. I mean, I'm just looking across all the starters they don't have anymore. I mean, just think about all the guys that are out right now it's incredible Leonard Williams no longer on the team the two middle linebackers I mean they're basically down to I think eight or nine on the middle linebackers I mean the corners you look at what they're doing with the players they have and it's impressive and I'll say this the defense adjusts Greg Williams I know he might not get along with Adam Gase but if you're Adam Gase you can't let him go because the one thing this defense has done when they've had limitations unlike this offense they've adapted. They become more of a zone blitz team. They've gone from being a man to man high pressure, you know, one-on-one matchups on the outside to okay, we don't have the corners, we don't have the safeties. We're going to have to play zone. We're going to have to adjust our looks and they keep adapting. I give this defense a lot of credit and I know there was a lot of penalties yesterday. They bent a lot, but they didn't break. They gave up, God, like 50,000 field goals yesterday. But overall, I thought the defense played well. I like what Greg Williams is doing with that team. And I give Gase credit on this, at least. He said he called a bad game plan. But the biggest concern I have with Gase, and this was one of the criticisms I had with Miami, was he has been known for taking slights at players. And did you notice something a little bit different yesterday? When Le'Veon Bell was not going to be able to play with his illness and Bilal Powell was in the lineup, did you notice how all of a sudden Adam Gase realized, hey, I could run the football? I mean, he he didn't have that moment last week in Cincinnati against the, I don't know, the league's worst run defense. But all of a sudden this week when they don't have Le'Veon Bell, they've decided to run the football more. Now, I do think Le'Veon Bell has been limited this year because his running style is different from Bilal Powell's. And let me explain. Le'Veon Bell is a patient runner, he looks for holes to open up. And the thing is with this Jets offensive line, they're not good enough to do that. So he's trying to buy time around the line of scrimmage. And by the time he maybe even sees a splinter of a hole, he's being tackled. Bilal Powell is a different type of runner. Blau Powell is a hit-the-hole-hard type of runner. He's going to pick a hole, and he's going to run it at full speed. And with this offensive line that's not as great and not great at generating holes, that's what you need. But to me, that's very concerning because Le'Veon Bell is a talented player. When he's been used correctly this year, especially in the passing game, he's been valuable to this team, and he is a team leader. But it will be interesting to see what happens going forward because Gase made it clear he was not on board for bringing him in. And he's the type of coach, and he's made it clear, he's not a big running back fan coach. He's the type of guy, he wants a committee of running backs who can do something a little bit different, but he's not going to rely on one running back for 20 touches a game. That's just not his style. And I get that. But... All of a sudden, you the questions about not running the ball with Le'Veon Bell, and all of a sudden, yesterday, Bilal Powell gets a bunch of carries. It's like, wait a minute, what? So I found that very interesting, and I did feel, watching that game, that it was a slight against Le'Veon Bell. That Gase, once again, and this is one of the things I don't like about him, is he has the personality of, I'm the smartest guy in the room, and I'm going to prove to you, hey, I don't need Le'Veon Bell to run the football. And yesterday, they did it. And I'll give Bilal Powell a lot of credit. He's been a very underrated back in the NFL. And when he plays and when he's had his moments, he has thrived. And once again, yesterday, he did a very good job. But his running style with his offensive line, you could argue is better right now. Because Le'Veon Bell is looking for the big play. He's looking for the hole. He's looking to make the cutback. He's looking to be patient. Valal Powell saying, give me the ball. I'm going to run at this hole as hard as I can. If it's open, great. If not, I'm going to try to hit as hard as I can and just lean forward to get three yards a clip. So now the big question is what happens to the Jets moving forward, and to be honest with you, it's not looking good. If I had to make a bet today, I think the Jets are going to finish 5-11, maybe 6-10 at best, but I'm looking at the schedule I don't think they have a shot against Baltimore on Thursday night. I just think Baltimore is such a great team right now, and they're not going to overlook the Jets. And the Jets are so deficient, and you need athletes to contain Lamar Jackson. And you saw Buffalo's defense, they have a lot of great athletes, especially at middle linebacker. And there were Jukes yesterday, he made them just crumple to their knees. I mean, if Jamal Adams comes back for Thursday, that's great. But if I'm the Jets, too, I'm saying until he's 100%. I mean, they're not going anywhere this year. You don't want to, you know, ding your most important asset going for it. It doesn't make sense. And then after Baltimore, it doesn't get much better. Even with the mini buy, I don't see them being Pittsburgh. I know Pittsburgh's down to their fourth or fifth quarterback. Who knows? They're probably going to get some bartender to play quarterback at some point this year. But... The way Mike Tomlin and that defense are playing with that offensive line the Jets have, I look, all these matchups are not good matchups. The Jets have a woeful offensive line, and the next three matchups have teams with athletic and very good pass rushes. And then on the defensive side, they have a great run defense, and these are teams that like to run the football. But they also have dynamic quarterbacks that can make big plays, and they have wide receivers that are dynamic on each team that can make big plays. And I don't think the Jets right now, with all the injuries, they don't have the personnel. So if I had to make a pick today, I think they're going to finish 5-11. and 11. And at the end of the season, it will be a disappointing year, and I'll give my final thoughts, and of course I'm going to update after every matchup. But at this point, too, one thing I have to address is another elephant in the room, which is it's starting to feel like, and I know it's early, that Quinnen Williams might be a bust. And I get that he's been hurt this year. And I get that he's had some nagging injuries this year. I get all of that. But when you're a top five pick, you need to make an impact. Because the Jets, you look at the players they passed on, Josh Allen has been the pass rusher we thought he was going to be in the NFL. And I know on paper and I know in the scout room he wasn't as highly rated of a great as Quinnen Williams. But the Jets have never had a dynamic, fast, edge rusher. And he would have fit this team perfectly. And then even a guy, and I know he had questions, Ed Oliver, he has been dynamic for Buffalo. He has been a game wrecker in the middle of that defense. And Quinnen Williams... I mean, what has he done? I mean, is there a play, and this is a good one for Jet fans, is there a play, even one play, that Quinnen Williams has made this year that stuck out and you said, man, this kid looks good, or oh, man, we got something special here? I think the answer is unfortunately no. I'm hoping he can turn around. Hopefully he can get healthier. Maybe they'll get him into a better fit next year into the scheme. But right now that's not looking too good and might be another big reason why Mike McKagnon is no longer the general manager of this team. But the Jets, they get a win. A win's a win. It was a good win. They break the streak against Miami. I think that one of the big takeaways is Robbie Anderson played great. But the next three weeks, I got to see more progress out of Sam Darnold. I know it'll be tough with those defenses. And I have to see Adam Gase. He needs to make adjustments. And these next three games are crucial because if he can even win one, I do think it does change the the perspective around him a little bit because these are three games no one's expecting the Jets to win. If they can play well the last three games and just play these teams well and be in these games with a depleted roster, I think it will change the perspective. But if they get taken to the woodshed and they don't look competitive and they don't adjust and they get blown out these last three games – I think you're going to see more than just one plane flying up and down the Hudson with the slogan, Fire Adam Gase. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here today. You can always check us out on YouTube and whatever podcasts are streaming. Always talking about the New York Jets. And, of course, we'll have NFL draft coverage coming up in the offseason. Make sure to like and subscribe. You can check us out wherever we are available on social media using the handle Rich Sports Talk. And, of course, you can email us Talk at gmail.com for any questions. But well until next time, I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.